There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Forever. Dog. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. My oh my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. And here's the thing. Mm. Before, right before we hopped on the mic, we, me and the guest were discussing how it was the hottest day ever. And I realized that me and the guest do something similar. You guys spread open in front of a fan we we spread open in front of fans can i tell you all a new phenomenon that's been happening to me your hole gets hot no, well i am just gen generally hot like yeah. in my apartment and i was describing it like you know how like cats and dogs like like sort of absent-mindedly will do something to cool themselves off like lick themselves yeah. or like go on to go in a shady area oh what's yours sometimes i'll just like come to and i'll be just like standing over my air conditioning with like my butthole on it whoa i'm anally fixated i think uh I, why i want why do i want to cool my hole down so bad i think i think it it probably feels well i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say why am i doing that it's probably a moist part of your body mm. and for you to get the air on it feels really nice because it because then it just it, it engages the you know the whatever moisture is going on down there the blemis the blemis it engages the, the blemis actually famously uh the the rectal area that whole what we call the world in quotes yeah. <laughs> um is actually called the, the blemis. blemis it's from the greek word blemis, blemis. now i <laughs> i think we should just bring the, the, the reader up to speed on 
what your world means. Now, Matt, I, I vividly remember this moment. We were traveling mm-hmm. uh, with Papa Roulette, our sketch group, back in the day. We were in... Many I, years ago. We were in Charleston? No, we were in... Uh, Dur- we were in Durham, Raleigh. Uh, Somewhere in that area. Yes, Chapel Hill. Yeah. Um, Did I hook up with someone? No, but we got to our hotel room, mm-hmm. and then... You were anally fixated, or you were just—you were doing a lot with your ass that day. You were like poking it out, just like, just like really shaking your ass in front of I us. I was. And we got to our hotel room, and then you had just gotten on this bit about calling, about just about looking into someone's eyes. Like it'd be my eyes or Sudi's eyes. You'd be, you'd be like, "Let me show you my world." <laughs> yeah, it's called your world. So the area of your taint, butthole, and butt, and and lower lower balls—that's your world, that's your everyone. World. And when you let someone into your world, that's how you say that. So instead of using the word blemis, so or, or instead or, of using the ass. word sorry but rectum, yeah, or little hole, yeah, you can say you let them into your world, but you, but you showed them the world. Do you remember your performance though? Like, th- like this is truly—it was so grounded. And I really commend you. Um, you would just—you would look into someone's eyes, you'd lock into their eyes, and say. Like, it was the most vulnerable thing. Absolutely. I'm an incredibly like, vulnerable performer. Like, yes, and you and you would say, I'm ready to show you my world. I'm ready <laughs> yeah. to show you my world. It was, but it was like, coquette. it was like, you were like, you had never, you've never done this. You were clearly a little scared. There's a little, there's a little bit of fear. You'd be like, I'm ready to show you Can my world. Can I do world. it? Yes, go. Okay. Give me the space to do this okay. emotionally. Okay. <sighs> I'm ready to show you my world. <laughs> I, I, this is a weird note, but it was more feminine. I'm ready to show you my world. That was it. And then you would, and then you would, I would spread. You would turn around and then just like fucking undulate your ass in front of someone's face. And it was truly the funniest thing in the world. That was my early twenties. You guys, I mean, I was much more ass forward now. Not so much. Well, now your ass in front of the air conditioner. Exactly. I mean, it's really, it's, it's a thing about cooling down versus, you know, being sexual. You are very much a, you, you're very anally fixated. Yes. Well, I just dealt with a hemorrhoid, a thrombose hemorrhoid. Right. So yes. now is that dealt with? It's dealt with. And you know what? Uh, I really thank my team of experts <laughs> who really pointed me to um, Preparation H and Lansing options. Speaking of that. your butt. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, what? Our guest just acted like he was revolted. I think he re- was revolted at my word choice with the word Lansing, which is my word of the summer, Lance. To be I, I am now on record on this podcast as saying that I once had a cyst on my butthole lanced and drained. And I think Patty Harrison would, I think in her, um, her concert storyline in which she described Ellen DeGeneres Lansing concert yeah, Lansing with, her fans. with her, with her rhino horn penis. It's a way to say speared. It's a way to say speared or, you know, impale or something. Yeah. But it's a fun chic 2019 way of saying it. Speaking now, of your butthole, how was your weekend? My weekend, my weekend was okay. You um, had a lover here. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was really complicated. Why was it complicated? It, was, it sounds it was like fun. Sh- we had a really lovely time. Uh, wasn't as much anal stuff as as you would think. As you were hoping? Uh, I was. I actually was kind of relieved. I was like, oh, thank God. Honestly, sometimes it's a relief. Yeah. Sometimes when anal sex is off the table, it's a relief. It's actually rule culture number six. Sometimes, sometimes when, when anal sex is off the table, table it's a relief. Because it's, it's so much to deal with. And I got to tell you, my hemorrhoid flared up. Oh, God. Because of the anal sex. No. And I'm, I'm, I'm still, I still want to live in this space of nothing going on down there, nothing alarming going on down there for a little bit. Yeah. And then put myself out there with my world, with my blue mess, all of it. 
Listen. So God bless you. God bless you. And God bless our guest, who I think is an anal person. I think he's an anal person. And I person. think that that can be um, attributed to many things. Can I tell you, I our guest is, I think, and I truly understand the hyperbole in this statement. But what I'm, I think. Makes me laugh without feel anytime I see him. I love this person very, so deeply. Very just like pure comedic energy. Pure comedic oh. energy, chaos at such an intellectual level. I, I love him so. I, he makes me laugh every single time I see I him. I saw this person level. perform at the Bell House um, like maybe like a week, week and a half ago uh-huh. uh, for a gay show for all people. Yes. It was singular. Oh, he's. It was like you've never seen anyone else do this. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, I loved it. Um, and talented. So talented. Talented so illustrator. Smart, so kind. So lovely. Yeah. Such a talented illustrator. Such a talented vocalist. Yeah. Blemis. Blemis. Uh, oh and my God. He has a lot of things that you can see around town. Uh, one of which is Get Real. Uh, co-hosted with Joe Castle With Baker. Joe Castle Baker, friend of the pod even. Another Judy even. Um, he was just at this year's Cluster Clusterfest with the Variety Absolutely Hour. up next. Up next. That's what they say when you are quite literally up next, up next. in terms of um, being embraced by the mainstream by audience. By Viacom. By America. By America. I mean, if you get up next, you can probably just, you can probably say this person will probably have a sketch show on Comedy Central. Absolutely. You can yeah. probably say that. You can probably say that. Uh, he hosts uh, the fabulous podcast So Fascinating with Ruby McAllister. Another friend of the pod. Another friend of the pod. Um, he just put up his wonderful show with Sam Taggart, another friend of the pod. Um, and also coming soon in the future, Center. an announcement about an upcoming solo show. In September. In September. Oh, stay tuned. For so stay tuned for peek. that. I am very excited to have this person here because it's been a long time coming, it's actually. It's been a long time coming. We've wanted him to be on the show for a very long time, so please, reader, welcome into your ears. Max Kevin Spacey! Kevin Spacey! <laughs> Kevin Spacey is here. Kevin, go ahead. <gasps> I've been acquitted. It's Kevin Spacey. And honey, oh I've got God. a new voice. And he's got a new voice. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Kevin, it's so great to have you. Uh, All right, no, just kidding. It's wait, Max Stupid. It's Max, it's Max stupid. stupid. You have your phone out. What, I you was have... just like madly, because like I was like, okay, do I? Uh, what do I take? I have so many what things I wanted take? to like respond to. Okay, yeah, okay, go, wait, go, 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 go. Really go. quickly. Yeah, okay, sure. Go. Wait, really? No, really quickly. This is, okay, fine. Okay. What? <laughs> go. Start somewhere. Okay. First of all, you called me a vocalist, which is absolutely I was psychotic. So, because I was so The way changed. that you're using your voice. Because of the way that, which I understand what you're going for there, but it immediately brought me back to this experience that Bowen and I had on Fire Island a couple of years ago, <laughs> in which I genuinely attempted to sing along with him and... <laughs> Flubbed it. It was so wait. It was extraordinarily. What song was it? Colors of the Colors of the Wind. (laughs) Which okay, as in which as a child was like okay. Matt, like Matt Bone, you guys know me. Like I'm obviously not like a Disney ass bitch, but I was kind of a Disney bitch as a baby. Yeah, yeah. And specifically like Pocahontas, Colors of the Wind was my jam. So great. My dad recorded me singing it and sent it to my grandmother. I didn't know that there was this personal history. This song had so much, which is the reason that I even bothered to sing it with you because otherwise I'd be like, I'm going to go over here while you sing seconds of songs. Bowen loves to sing Colors of the Wind. It's one of his jams. I really do. It's it's fantastic. It's It's a fantastic song. Also, one of my favorite things was at the Kids' Choice Awards back in the day when that song came out, Whoopi (gasps) Goldberg made some joke off the shoulder, off the cuff, sorry, off off the the cuff. cuff. About um, something about the colors of my wind, and then she made like a f- 
Reference or farting joke. joke. And it made me be like, okay, this woman is brilliant. Yeah. You know, I was like, this woman is so brilliant. Out of brilliant. Whoopi's entire career, yeah, yeah. it was her fart joke at the Kids' Choice Award. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the wind. It's really it's moved you culturally. Have you guys seen Theodore Rex, the movie, the buddy cop movie that she stars in with a, t- a dinosaur? With a dinosaur. Oh my God, yeah, no. Yeah. You should check it out. Anyway, um, so, but we tried to sing this song. Bowen is a legitimate singer. No. I, no. <laughs> but you, in comparison... And I, so, he, okay, what, we, what, what, what was the line? On? What oh, was, I'll do it for you. Okay, okay. so, so you know, <laughs> it was like, you think you oh, whatever land you land, land on. on. And then, okay, and we were doing fine <laughs> up here. And then we go, the earth, earth is just, just a dead thing you, you can, can. And then right here, and then right here, he hits a note that makes sense, but it's a little bit of like a thing where it's like he's kind of asking me to harmonize. Yeah. And I could tell that I was... <laughs> I was trying to get there with him and I couldn't do it. So this is how we went. Okay. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. Because I was like, I could tell. I could tell that I was trying. He was trying. I could tell. I was like, you were like a little bit low. down your back. No, you Here's what I was trying to do. I was trying, this is what I was trying to do. The just, earth is just a <laughs> The earth is just a dead thing you can play. No, no, it was your side. I, I heard you go low. I heard you go low, so I was like, I guess I'll go you high. Fag. And this is, I don't know anything about pitch, key, tone, nothing. I don't know anything. I'm just like, but when someone goes low, I guess that means I'm supposed to go no. high. The earth is just a dead thing you can play. And I just went high. I was like surely, I was like surely on my way up, I'll hit the note that I'm supposed to hit, and I just oh overshot my. so bad. It, I truly brought like a bazooka to like a slingshot contest. You know what I mean? So was everyone like, oh my? God. It was I only me and Brian, and I broke down, and I fell to my knees on the boardwalk in the middle of the night. It was on the boardwalk on fire. Yeah. And it was, oh yeah. my god! This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So it was that you literally lost control of the car. Every single time I think about this moment to myself, I I have to laugh. It's so gnarly what I did. It's so gnarly what you do. It's so simple and stupid. It's so funny. Okay, that's one. Did you carry on? We oh, but we were no, 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 bosh, bosh, completely. We just caught up with the others because we were way ahead. We were, we were 50 paces ahead of other yeah, people because yeah, yeah. we were just like going off and having just a little moment to ourselves. We were going to sing together. Oh, and then, I'm so and sorry, then you know what Max. I did? I just took it out. Okay. Oh. So, okay, so wait, much I thought you were baby. talking about you were performing karaoke. No, no, no. no, no. This is on the <laughs> We were just walking together, just the two of us. Yes. We're on <sighs> our way to the cherry, the grove is it is that is cherry. The grove that the is cherry. The grove that is cherry. Also, is it okay that I'm not wearing my headphones because they were really loud and it seemed like even when you guys take them off? It's fine. We don't care what you do. Okay, great. Because I feel more natural. Okay, so that's right? so that's one thing. And okay. then what, what else do you have to, also, do you have to respond okay, to? So I just want to talk about ass stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number one, I so you were talking about your calling your asshole the your the world. world the whole world the, yeah the air, my world just my air, world possessive my world yeah. okay uh-huh. my world I had when I was nineteen I worked at American Apparel in Los Angeles and we had a just a slurry of uh, a flur a flurry mm-hmm. of. Of um, managers, yeah, just one manager after another, and one of them was this really lame loser from the south, and his and he called uh, buttholes spider pies, um, spider pies, yes. and then one time my Ugh. and then one time I know I know, and then one time my coworker That's went gross. on his computer, Ugh. dear friend of mine, but my coworker went on the computer to like send an email, and his email was open. 
the manager's oh, email no, was open, no, and no. he found like uh, an email to Manhunt. Oh or, my like, god! Oh my god! Like some guy on Manhunt. <clears throat> he, was, he was closeted, I assume. No, no, he was gay. I mean, oh, he, was, okay, he okay. was very obviously gay. But um, but he. So my coworker opened up the email, and there were like some nude photos of him in there. Oh. And then there was a website in the corner. And we were like, okay, well, we're going to go to the website. And I know you're going, oh, because this is cruel. But yeah, whatever. We were 19. Okay, yeah, yeah, we were yeah, yeah. to right, our right, manager okay, who we yeah, hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had bad taste and was also really unprofessional at okay, work. Okay, and fine. maybe he even slightly abusive. He sounds like so, he you know, I'm just going to that one out there. Maybe slightly abusive. Why not? He was a restaurant manager, so of course he was. Restaurant? Oh, I thought you were. American Apparel. American It's a restaurant. It is a restaurant, possibly. Okay, so what's this website? So we opened up the website. It's a photographer's website. And you know, like, you know how photog- gay photographers used to have their little watermark in the corners. You mm-hmm. can go to the watermark yes, and see yes, all yes. the photos of, you know, it'd be like, it'd be like, okay, these are my categories. Portraiture, men, or landscape. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it was like, click on men. Okay, scroll down. There's like, Daniel, Matthias, you know, Andrew, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Find our manager's name. And let's just say we found his spider pie. Whoa! Oh, God! That's yeah. great. Wow. Yeah. Uh, spider pie. Well, I mean, pie. where well, do you get that? Well, something's very in vogue now, which is um, balloon knot. Balloon knot. I've always thought the balloon knots look like a tidy hole. A tidy hole. A tidy hole. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Are I mean, you kidding? Yeah, no. I guess I can understand why we call the balloon knot the butthole, but spider, spider pie. It's a spider pie. It's a radial thing, like a spider. And then, um, you know, it's, it's like, like, well, I think pie. of the legs as being like the creases. Yeah, gun, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, I and then pie because he's southern. <laughs> And that's where they make those. Spider pie. Spider pie. pie. You pie. Can, see, you when you say it with an accent, it sort of Spider feels pie. right. So he came on he came into the American apparel and said, Y'all, I don't want to see y'all's cracks hanging low. We're gonna it's almost like we're at risk of seeing a spider pie. Cover up those spider pies. Cover up those spider yeah. pies, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No I, thanks. Mm-hmm. Pie because he's southern and because American apparel is a restaurant. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. So, exactly. Also, one more thing that I wanted to mention yes, about please. the up top conversation. You can, we, we, can we can talk about whatever you want. Whatever you want. Okay. Can I talk about my first hemorrhoid experience? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I sure. had no idea what they were. Me and neither. I was like in high school and I was like cleaning myself in the shower, Ooh. felt it, and I was like, cancer. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 And I got out of the shower, dried myself off, and I was like, I don't feel right. Oh. Then woke up laying on the ground, looking up at the ceiling, my head between the toilet and the bathtub. I had fainted because I gave myself a panic attack. Oh my god! That I had butt cancer, and it was a hemorrhoid from, yeah, eating like garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the thing. If you don't want a hemorrhoid, don't eat like garbage. It's I actually know. rule of culture number ninety four three. If, if you, don't you don't want, want a hemorrhoid, don't, don't eat, eat like garbage. garbage. Now, yeah. uh, and you did you just preparation H it? Did you like how did you how did you treat it? Um, definitely not that. Although my dad. Actually, I bet my dad would have had because my dad has had a lot of. It, we are, you know, we are, a, a what, you know, a a Semitic people, so yes. we have the digestive, you know, culture within mm-hmm. our home. Right, right. Um, there's lot, and my dad is classically will never give up um, a, a medication, whether oh. it is over the counter or prescription. Just, you know, cabinets filled with them. So okay. we have it available. I'm sure I ended up using it because I'm sure I told my dad that I. Have this issue, you know. Every single time I've had any sort of anal issue, it's I've, pretty scary though. Yeah, it I is like a dad. it is like a vulnerable spot down there. It's true. Yeah, and so like the fact that you're like you feel like I don't know if, is this weird that I 
spread my ass in front of an air conditioner or a fan. Like, no, that's not weird. No, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll literally. It's my right to do whatever I want with that. Or you know, it is weird, but it's okay. My world. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to. It's so okay to be weird. Spreading my ass in front of an AC taught me how to be weird. Yeah. Now, remember in culture, like when there was like a really gorgeous girl with like a side ponytail and a and a tie on that was like, it's actually okay to be weird. Yeah, and that's who we thought. Yeah, that's basically who I'm. Wait, can I tell you that? Like, I absolutely dress like that sometimes when I like Avril Lavigne culture. Yeah, like tie, like a tie with a, something that you're not supposed to wear a tie with. And I used to wear ties as belts. You just reminded oh, me. God. Oh, oh my god! Max, you were one of those. Yeah. I did all sorts of things in high school and throughout my life. I mean, the trying to I'd find made. who you were. But Max, I would consider Max to be someone who really like has worn every single, tried on every single hat. I have tried on every single and hat. has landed on what uh, like on his aesthetic. I don't know if I have. You, 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 you just like called you, you just DM'd me because I was I was shopping earlier and you yeah, were like yeah. buy that I was like no it doesn't look good on me you were like oh who cares like I'm because I'm, we, we're about to go to Fire Island we're recording this the week before we go to Fire Island and then uh-huh. you were just like what did you say you were like, oh, I, was, I, was, I, was like I, was, I told you I was like I'm not gonna go too heavy on the looks this year yeah and I said oh uh, it's it's all about looking like garbage right now looking like garbage is hot it's actually hot all I'm, I'm only bringing like all my most stained clothing I'm bringing Literally, like, no Speedos. I'm just bringing the dirtiest, nastiest, like, $5 chunks that I bought mm-hmm. in, like, a beach in Florida, like, in the middle of the night six yeah. years ago. And it's literally in tatters. And I'm like, yeah, this is sexy. And I'm going to have, like, a dirty fucking mustache and just look like shit Great. on the beach. Um, yeah. As as a sartorially minded person, um, what, what I'm so curious. What would you describe as your, like, um, aesthetic right now? Is the Max Order 2019 aesthetic? Is oh this, my God. this is so unfair. I just, no, I'm, no, but I'm no, so no. curious. It's, I'm, it's like, a really good question. No, what were you going to ask? Well, because I just, I, this sounds so uh, cloying, but like you are so, you're you're so fashion, you're, you're so literate when it comes to that kind of thing. Well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I do have a podcast about it. So it, I better, you know, I have to back it up with something. Yes. Um, I really don't, I actually really don't know a lot about fashion. I just have a lot of opinions about it basically. Great, I love but it. I grew up super duper into it as a kid and I used to draw it a lot. And I've had various like fashion like identities throughout yes. the various periods of my life. In adulthood, I I went through some periods where I where I would like intentionally be like, okay, right now what I want to look like is the like gay military brat, <laughs> like a gay military brat of and whose like father is like a general who's been stationed in like um Korea, a sort of like no. well no like a like a tropical okay. region. So I'd wear like a lot of like you know like army looking shorts and with like boots, but then like some like you know, gay this is right now. Top. No, this was like previously. Okay. <laughs> and then after that period, I was like, oh, I want to look like uh, I just came out of the desert. And so <laughs> I was like wearing like a lot of like linens and big leather hats and shit. And then I got to New York and I was like, and I found like this really goofy, weird hat. And I was like, okay, no matter where I am, I just want to look like I'm not from there. Mm. So my whole thing was wow. just like, I want to look wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Now, Which is a response. It's a response. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and now I sort of, I don't know where I'm at right now. Uh-huh. I uh, think I've sort of died down a little. Oh, sorry. I want to ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. Do you wear every day what you want to wear? Like, well, oh like, my God. Or do you feel like you're like, I think people will like this? Um, I, I just sort of like take on different mantles a lot. Yeah. Like, so then in a, it is what it is your choice. And this is like, this is what I'm doing today. And I like it. I make, I mean, I mean, I think I definitely think I make like you make really concerted that- choices every day. Like, I mean, obviously like if I'm going to like a professional thing, I'm not going to dress like a fucking psycho, like 
you know, uh, like club kit or something. But sure. I have those looks too if I want to bust those out. But you you usually like I think what, what you're asking about is like you usually have an intention with like I'm I just threw this out. I'm like I'm like I don't. But I would disagree with that. Is that I like my whole thing is like I think you're you have an intention with everything that you Anyone put does. on, whether you yeah, realize yes, it or yes. not. Well, I guess what, what I'm trying to get at is, because as I'm listening <clears throat> to you talk, I'm kind of realizing that it's only recently I started wearing things that I like wearing. I feel like throughout my entire mm. life, especially high school and then like college definitely, and mm -hmm. then like throughout my 20s, I was always dressing to fit into something that mm. I wanted to assimilate with. Yes. And it's only recently like, that I think I've kind of like actually started to like really, really, truly like who I am that I'm like, I'm actually going to wear this and not necessarily care what the implication of it is. But th all throughout my life, like especially in high school, like trying to like wearing all that American Eagle shit and doing the Hollister <laughs> and Abercrombie thing, which was very much what I did. And you laugh yeah. because it's literally like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's, I had some, I had some American Eagle too. Don't but yeah, but it. you never, no one ever, choose no one ever wears american eagle because they're like i like this the best this uh -huh. is my style you know what i mean yeah. like this right, actually right. is my style this is how i'm going to express myself to yeah. the world it yeah. was a culturally mandated thing that was like you should all want to look like this yeah. and that's why i dressed that way and i remember tried that and then like i remember when i had older friends in high school wore a lot of hooded sweatshirts to be like i don't care either you guys and right. then like when i was in college and had straight comedy friends i was always like i'm gonna wear this t-shirt with the joker on it because that's straight culture and like that's it's uh -huh. like cool and like shows that i've seen movies and then like even in my early 20s when i was like starting to do gay stuff i was like i'm actually gonna part my hair to the side like so what do you think this outfit says i'm i think this outfit says i'm too hot yeah, because <laughs> I, I literally would never wear a tank top because yeah, I was really? always like nervous mm -hmm. about what yeah for what for yeah. whether it's real or not I would never have worn a tank top because I was like well then people will look at my arms and I don't like my arms I mean I would say even if you're dressing for yourself you're still making choices about other people because mm -hmm. it like just like anything that you do visually whether that's like tattoos grooming like whatever it's you are intrinsically projecting a message like people that are like oh I don't give a shit about fashion, I don't care about clothes at all, are completely lying because if you gave that person a clown suit and was like, wear this around, they'd be like, fuck no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. no, you actually do care, but what you care about is is attempting to blend yeah. in or be ignored, basically. I love that. So, like, what I would say is that, be, like, I... I think yeah, you're really in monologue. I mean, I think that like you were wearing what you wanted to wear all along, mm -hmm. but what you but what you wanted has changed. You're actually right, and Bitch. and I think that also as you've gotten a stronger idea of who you are and what your values are, you're more comfortable making like assertive decisions about the what stuff you, you put on your body and how you how yeah. you. Um, represent yourself because it's interesting yeah. because to hear you talk about like I packed all my like garbage shit to wear for Fire Island it's like that is a that's a choice, choice. yeah hell yeah it's a fucking because it's yeah. like listen we're gonna be there during the fucking Pines party I know when it's just gonna be like like I mean are we Fire going Island, 100% no <laughs> are you fucking <laughs> I was thinking about Joel's like, Joel like let's go oh I mean well, I mean well, but, okay. I, don't, I don't know who knows of course well, come out but so of course Joel, like after. Yeah, if I had any sort of presentable body, I would absolutely I know, go. Sam, I'm like, but I don't, there's no such thing as a summer body. Yeah, oh. well, as I this tweeted earlier, you, the, the body. What, what did I say? I was like, I was like, <laughs> oh, the beach is gonna get whatever body I give it, and then like an asterisk <laughs> like drags a heavy plastic bag through the beach at night. You know. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I I don't know. The body positivity thing is really interesting to me because like it is. It's fascinating because uh -huh. I don't. <laughs> I'm. 
I, I think I might have talked about this when I did seek treatment. Sorry if no no no. Is it okay to say that I did yes, seek treatment? That's actually okay. okay to say. Just because like <laughs> I like in the sort of like forever dog canon, I don't uh, know whether I'm allowed to like say like oh this happened before that because I, I'm sort of not a writer know, on the forever dog right. So like universe, you're you know? breaking a lot of rules right now. Right. Uh, we are gonna let that slide. Okay. No, just kidding. Um, no, but, no, we, we, we're but anyway, about what I was going to say, what I was going to say is just that like this whole body positivity thing like blows my mind because I'm sort of like if people are like comfortable comfortable with their bodies, I'm sort of like, okay, are you lying to me or to yourself? Because exactly. like I truly yeah. am like. My thing like, is, I'm will, oh, sorry, no, no, okay, no okay, I was just gonna say like I'm will, like I'm just willing to say that you know like I'm an intelligent like like self aware person who has like struggled with body shit my whole life. Mm -hmm. I was overweight for a long period of my upbringing and like I just when people are like you know what one day I just made a choice and now yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like you know this is the body that I have and 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 I'm happy with it and I'm just sort of mm -hmm. like you you made a choice to be happy yeah yeah you yeah, made yeah, a yeah. choice to be it's like <laughs> one day I just decided this life is mine and I'm just gonna you know it's like what are you <laughs> fucking talking about you know what I mean though it's like yeah. people's this what, is what, really what, what, bump, what bumps it to you? What what, 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 what? Like what? Like um? Like it's not. I I get what you're saying. Like it. Like like as if like happiness and like full acceptance of yourself and to leave that entire conversation I'm behind sort of was like, a choice you made uh, one day. How did you do? Yeah. Like how? Like, how can that be real? How did you do that? Yes. Like did you? Okay. It's like oh, you mix two eggs and like you know uh, yeah, stir yeah, them yeah, together. Yeah, it's like what do you do to achieve the fucking? Sure, sure, sure. Because I'm in. I I've been in therapy for a long fucking time now, boys. It's like. Boys, I don't think bye. I know, yeah. bye. At the like height of my like privilege and blindness, <laughs> I used to say to people in my life, "Well, you have to make the choice to be happy," which course, is like a, a crazy thing which, to Matt, say. Like no, and I grew up with that so much mm -hmm. because I was brought up in like a neo Buddhist cult. I, it's a cult, but I mean, it's a harm, it's a harmless cult. But but like so much of the like verbiage in my family was about just like you have to yeah happiness, happiness. You have to achieve happiness sure, and like sure. choose happiness, and it's just like. What are you talking mm. about? Mm. Like, it was a neo Buddhist thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like part of the uh, what? I don't even know what to call it. The, the it was just it was Hari. Just, it was it Hari? No, 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 It was it was called Sokogakai International. It's this like oh. Japanese based <laughs> like uh, neo Buddhist um, organization. They yeah. I, well, just, yeah. I don't know this about you. Oh this yeah, all of my baby photos are like literally like it's like five Japanese women surrounding like a man in like a kimono holding me with like in a tuxedo <laughs> and what? It's, like, oh my gosh. My baby photos are just psycho. Were you, yeah. were you born in LA or was this? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> no, I was born in Japan. I'm a, a Japanese Japan. citizen. No, no, that would be psycho. Totally? No, no, I was, yeah. I was born in Santa Monica. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. cool. But then this was, this was just like a, some contingent from this Buddhist cult yeah. in Japan was just in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, they're just like, they're like this like international organization. They I think they call themselves like a world peace organization. They're totally harmless. They're great, in great, every great, city. Great. Love they're chill. Uh -huh. It's cool. They're not taking money from people. It's you know, like it's fine. Yeah. The people that are <laughs> happy, good people in it. But, you know, but it is by definition like a cult. Sure. And then, yeah. Oh, that's but like so, so much interesting. How do you like define that. a cult? Um, It's sort of based on like, basically like the, like the size I of see. it, like okay, it's okay, okay. you can't really call it like an official religion, right? Right, right. And also, um, the, and also, there's just so many, so much debate about whether like Buddhism is a religion or whatever. Quotation marks. Sure. Anyway, yeah, so then sorry. growing up around that, there, there, there was always some 
narrative around attaining happiness and that yeah. that to you is just like that makes no sense that's meaningless. well and for so long i was like yeah of course like so you know every birthday i'd like you know blow my candles on and be like i wish for a, ha- a life full yeah. of happiness and it's like Mm-hmm. Well, looking back then I'm just like what the fuck was I even yeah. talking yeah. about well I yeah. always find that like it's like with the it's like similar to the American dream thing where it's like attaining happiness as like the goal or attaining the American dream really that's a way for whatever organization or sort of culture you're a part of that's their way of getting you to follow their rules like, and that's your the that's essentially it's a way to keep you in a system that they benefit from having you in and like, so how, they say yeah. these things that actually are grand ideas right. like achieve the American dream or attain happiness or go to heaven and it's like these things that you don't have an answer for but you follow because that's what you've been told to follow and you're right it is and like happiness is such a weird thing it's like yeah because when somebody says like are you like if I were like Matt are you happy Mm. how would you answer that I would say wow that's such a because because you know what happiness is Always going to be abstract. You're ne- no I one just is, say, yeah. No one is ever going to be able to pin down a definition yeah. of happiness with words yeah. or with any linguistic concept to like match it with. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just like my is. answer like, is not- usually like sometimes. Like yeah, yeah sometimes I am. Like <laughs> you're always at all times going to be a human being who's capable and will experience all of the emotions, uh, or the vast majority of human beings are able to, to yeah, experience yeah. all emotions yes, anyway. Yes. And so this thing of like, are you happy? Sure. Like I, I can acknowledge that I live every day and I'm lucky that I'm able to eat and live and have people that I love in my life. And like, I get to do what I want to do. So yes, I am happy. However, are there things that upset me? Yes, absolutely. Can I, do I I end days? Do I end days miserable even though I have no reason to be? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes that does happen. So it's a a weird question. Yeah, I know it's, yeah. What are you you going to say? Well, I think what you're saying about happiness as it relates to like body positivity is that it's like, and I think I, I think I, I think this is what you're saying, and I agree with it really, really hard. Is that um, uh, like appealing to happiness is just a cop out. It's just like I decided to be happy. Well, it's like no, you like you're pinning a lot of st- you're escaping actually reckoning with something that mm-hmm. you're that you were unhappy with mm-hmm. with some like amorphous definition of happiness, and like that's like not actually well. Basically, the I'm just like I think that like in order to have like a sense of body positivity or even like happiness sort of like, like you sort of have to be able to completely shed the, the need to like please others, which basically means like shedding shame, which is by definition, basically a personality disorder. Yeah. So, so, you know, so like, I don't believe that you can (laughs) kind of like, just like have these things without like, (laughs) without something being sort of, Wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, wrong, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I think there there are ways. Oh my god! Feel free like, to completely edit this out. No, 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 no. I no, actually no, think I, that's like we're onto something. Anyway, we're onto something. Yeah. So that's yeah. not quite it. What you yeah, just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm kidding. Um, I think like, yeah. I think that um, there are ways to like push the shame back or something to keep it at bay. But it's like you're, you'd be kidding yourself if you were saying right, that, like right, it was like, yeah. It was like, I, cure. you know, it's like, oh, I, like there there are older there are like old people that are like you know, I'm fine, like, or whatever. Like, I'm yeah. happy with what I am. But I think, like, even those people are sort of just, like, at a point where it's, like, either they've just, like, g- given, given up, up or or they're just sort of, I mean, a lot of people just, like, push it down and just, I mean, or just lie to themselves. Yeah. Right? I, I think, yeah. I think yeah. something that comes with age is the awareness that no one is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. That is something that helps me, mm-hmm. is, like, realizing that, like, you can, like, I remember when I was, I was, 
in LA for a while and I had a lot of social anxiety when I first got there and I would literally sit in my house and be like, I'm not going to go out because I'm too scared. Oh my and God. Like truly weird. Like okay, it, it, agoraphobe. In, in my dark moments, yeah. I actually get a little socially anxious. A um, little. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. And like, um, so, and sometimes I, I won't leave my house if I feel like it's going to be too much of an effort. And when I was first out in Los Angeles, I thought that. And I remember like changing my clothes a lot and like really wanting to like be the best version of myself. And then I one day I was kind of like, this is crazy that I'm doing this because no one cares as much as I care. Like, you know mm, what I mean? Like mm. I'll show up to a thing. People will say hello to me and then like, we'll all talk or we all won't. And like everything will happen. And also we're tiny little specks of dust at the end of the day. Like no one really I cares. love that you're able to do that. I consider that lying to myself because, <laughs> because no. I like, <laughs> you know, okay. So I go to like planet fitness and I mean, this is like something that I've like said on stage. So I apologize for like repeating like a joke that I've like said on stage or whatever, Gosh, but like yeah. there's like all these signs all over the gym that are like, no judgment. they're like, no judgment, oh, no judgment. Crazy. And I'm like, yeah. uh, honey, like I'm proof that that's not true because I'm here judging <laughs> everybody. <You know? laughs> so like, so yes, that's like a fabulous mantra to have. And like when I try to do that to myself, it like is like a temporary salve. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, wait, no, actually I go out and I am like judging people. Yeah, you but know? then it's like, it's like, not out loud, yeah. but you judging yeah, people. Not, but you yeah. judging people like has no real effect on them. I think that's what matters. Yeah, right, 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 right. And also, and also, it's like we dip in and out of these thoughts. It's like I sometimes I dip in and I'm like, and I'm like, fuck this person for like doing that. Or, like uh -huh, wearing uh -huh, the uh -huh. that person looks so blah blah. And then like <laughs> I talk to them and it's like, oh, I love you. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and then maybe like something else happens. I'm like, actually, fuck it. You know, it's like <laughs> here's here's something I want to throw <laughs> out there. <laughs> if someone if someone talks shit about you, do you want to know? I, cause I'll say uh -huh. this, I, I, I do not. I don't. And so I'm sort of seeing someone and like one of our friends talked bad shit about another one of our friends and they Ooh. found out. Ooh. And so Can you tell me off the pod? I will tell you off the pod. Yeah, yeah I, so, I need to know. And so like I, w I was saying that, that <laughs> it is my worst nightmare I to know. find out that people that I like and respect have said mean things about me. And it's just I will uh, never and, let and that I go. And I said, I me. said, and I would say to you and to you and any of my friends, I would say, if you ever hear someone talking shit about me, but dear God, I do not want to know. Like, unless, uh, please you, just unless, let me live in a world where, like, th that's that's fine. Unless it's like really harmful and I'm being lied to on a consistent basis and it's dangerous, then like let's have a conversation about it because maybe it's uh, something that that person needs help with. But like, uh -huh. I really truly. Do not want to know when someone talks shit about me. What yeah. say you guys about this? I'm really glad that I kept this a comedy podcast, by the way. No, I, uh, what I, the I love that. Talking I about? Care. This is a culture podcast, you stupid bitch. You're so right. I'm such a dumb, stupid bitch. You absolutely yeah. stink. I'm a stinky, dumb, stupid bitch. And I smell like hell. Um, mm. so answer like, my, what, what answer gonna, my question. I, was gonna, yeah. I, 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 I am with you, yeah. I think. What about you, Max? About wait, I'm sorry. I about if someone's talking shit about, shit about you, oh yeah, no, I, I want to know. No, I want to know. You want to know? Yeah, of course Ooh. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. As has that has that benefited you in the past? As can you think about? Can you think of a Mortal case? Kombat used to stay in the opening of the game. Uh -huh. You know, you used to turn on the game. You know, and they, you used to have midway or whatever, and then there'd be a little quotation in those like spiky gold letters, and it said, "Knowledge is power." That's what the old Mortal Kombat. So you know what I believe, believe knowledge, is power. knowledge is power. Yeah, but I, I guess I don't need power in my knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge can be knowledge can be destructive power. That's what yes. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, you you. No, what, what is I'm, your I'm sign? Gemini. 
Gemini. <laughs> I know. That's what everybody says. No, but that's because I, I was lying and I'm actually a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm a Virgo. Wait, bro. <laughs> Wait, I did what? this. I did this to a guy once that I was dating, and he got so What mad are at me. you? Oh my God. I'm a Gemini. Yeah, Gemini. I was gonna say you. I'm totally bitch. kidding. Oh. I'm a Pisces. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> Max? Are you actually a Pisces? Stop it! No. What are you? Or a Gemini. Gemini. I have the same birthday as the Olsen twins. <laughs> same to the year? No. Oh my God! I you think I'm know. 33? Shut no, I'm 32. <laughs> Wait! Oh my God! Geminis <laughs> are twins, and the Olsen Olsen are twins Geminis. are twins. Oh my God! Wow, that's I know. huge. We just broke it all open. Wow. And that's that cycle—that is culture. is culture. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Listen, um, um, we have to ask you the question. Yes. Oh no. And Max this question is, is go ahead, Bowen. Go ahead, Bowen. Go ahead, Max, what is the culture, the culture that, that made you say, say culture is for me? me? The culture that made you say, oh, it's time to go in the cultural direction. Okay. So the, I've thought about this a couple briefly times. A couple briefly. A couple briefly times. And it's a little bit difficult for me to answer because so like you you can you can have multiple answers. Okay. So <laughs> this is <laughs> Oh my god, oh my I'm god. such a pretentious fuck. Okay. Max, so go, whatever. Do but I'm just gonna go for it. So it's like, okay. I grew up in Los Angeles yes. in a neo Buddhist yes. like, cult. My mm. mother was like a designer and like stylist. There's yes. like photos of her with like Demi Moore styling her on like yes. strip tees. My father Ugh. was like OG groundling second city dude, yes. writer for cartoons and stuff. You can't like ask a fish about the water because I was yeah. just surrounded yes. by it. No, that's yeah. shit like all the time. But I can tell you about the moment yes. that I was able to sort of step out for him for and see what it was. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm I think you and I might have talked about this okay. briefly, Bowen, at my place once. I was watching Tiny Tunes uh-huh. and the Babs character, I think, used to do these like impressions sometimes where she would just like turn into like a diva or something. Yeah. <laughs> Now, looking back on it, I now realize she was doing a sort of like share impression. Yeah. Uh-huh. Had, but of course, that, at that age, I had no idea what it was yeah. referencing. But I sort of clocked it as a moment where I was like, oh, I get the joke, yeah. even though I have no idea what's going yes, on. Yes, yes, and yes, I was yes. like, thing. okay, I'm gay. You know, it's yep. like, I mean, like, obviously not in so many words, but yes. no, I, but it's, I was like, okay. Yeah. There's something about this that. I, it rings true with a core part of me that I, I haven't interacted it was my, with. It yet. was baby's first postmodernism. You know what I mean? It's, yep. I, I have, I, this is not like a fully formed question that I have, but like, this is such a then common. Don't ask it. Shut up. This is such a common thing with so many queer <laughs> shut people <up. laughs> where um, it's like a chicken or the egg thing where it's like, did, is it something like, is it nature or nurture? Well, no. Is it like, <laughs> is it that like this thing has a queer intention or a, a queer brush behind it that and so that's why like you respond to it or do you respond you know, do you know what I'm saying is it something is there some interior mechanism that you have even as a kid that you're like oh, whoa that oh you're like was something wrong with me or was something wrong with that and it made something yeah, wrong. yeah kind yeah. of well I don't yeah. even know if like, I know, I, 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 wrong but I get, I get why yeah. you say wrong and, and I do like I, I agree with what you're saying yeah. it's I think the question <laughs> I do agree that you're wrong I, yeah. no no I think the question is like is queerness like more than sexual is it also like that's what i'm saying is it intrinsically cultural cultural in a a way Mm. you know what i mean like is it is it like because i remember like no there was because i think people can grow up and be like really deeply like not queer Mm. while also being homosexual you know what i mean well or or, but 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 as part of the repress but as part of the repressing of the homosexually also also repressing those cultural instincts i mean like Mm. it like you know what i mean what i'm saying it's like because i remember i've had the same sort of stuff 
with um I'm like I would listen to like Margaret Show albums and like Sandra Bernhardt At albums and like no no like but like I went back yeah. when, but when I think yeah. I realized I was gay but when you say like I don't get the jokes but I get them uh-huh. that right, kind of right, thing right. I remember like seeing like Alicia Silverstone and Clueless and like something about her like state of being I yeah. was like I'm that yeah 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 it's a like, state of irony it's a state of uh of, I mean camp as as much as I hate to say it yeah. camp yeah. Yeah, it's it's but it's a question. It's like cuz cuz you don't know what your sexuality is at 5, right. but you know you want to you know what's a crazy thing I always think of? Like I remember seeing the commercial for Scream. Mm. W- like with Drew Barrymore running around. Also wait, just as you said Scream, there was a thunder strike outside. Did you hear that? Oh There's my God, like, yeah, that was crazy. Gorgeous. That was yeah. and I did that. Yeah, I know. You did that. I know. I just wanted to bring your attention to I it. I remember yeah, I remember seeing like the commercial for Scream and my instinct being, "Oh, I wish someone would chase me around." <laughs> Yeah, oh my god! I would always rules. like. I remember like when I would play Mario Kart and I and like or, or like Mario games. Like and Peach would be like in the castle, like taken yeah. by Bowser. I was always like, oh, I wish someone would come rescue me. Would come snatch me away. I had a like a thing where I was like, I wanted to be. Was it like, that you? Was it I wish someone would come rescue me, or was it I wish someone would kidnap me? I think it might have been both. both. Well, okay. in order to be rescued, you've you got to be kidnapped, kidnapped to begin with. That's the whole thing. It's so a little culture. In the, and, yeah. and in culture or, number nine. Yeah. In, in order, order to be rescued, rescued you have to be kidnapped. kidnapped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's so fun. That's, I remember like it was yeah. a thing with me. I was like, I can't believe I play this game and I have to be like that's the person so that goes and gets her. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. such a hot thought that's as a child. Thought. Well, for me, during Mario 64, I remember like the, the opening is Peach sends a letter to Mario, please come over to the castle for a cake. Yeah. For a cake, for a special, for a special peachy, peachy, cake. peachy cake, and yeah. I was like, I wish I had the resources oh and the oh access <laughs> to not only to invite someone to come to my house for the cake, for the ca- for the cake that I made that is 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 my expression of my love for them. Yeah, and also to be desirable <laughs> enough that the answer to that invitation would be yes. Yes. <gasps> and that Absolutely, for, and without that, question. And I'll traverse the plane to get to you. And that for a dragon Koopa creature to kidnap me. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and hide and invade my home. To snatch my peach. I think there is something yeah. about, there is something, to snatch my peach. Snatch there is something peach. about, I don't know what it was, but I always wanted. To be peach. I, like I had this thing, like I was like, I want someone to come rescue me i think it's okay. because i think it's because i was born like as a as a like a little boy you know like you're you're you you are forced into a role of being like this aggressor and when you don't feel that way oh. you look at the things in media that are like what's the what's not that what's not that oh my god that's so interesting my whole thing was absolutely wanting to be like just like a venomous like villain, all I ever oh, wanted, yeah. all I ever wanted was to be. I mean, like this. Obviously, the second I saw like Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, I was like, I was okay, huge. Though, I, I know, was whatever. just gonna say that. I, I had, like, yeah. you know, my dad was very supportive. He like bought me a whip when I was a kid because I asked <gasps> for one, and I would just like walk around like whipping things off my shelves and shit. And like Fuck. I was like so into like throwing daggers and like poison. You know, it's like all the I ever wanted. All I ever wanted was to be like a fucking femme fatale, like uh, vile, villainous, yes. venomous cunt. Yeah. Do you think that that developed like as you aged a little bit and like and were no, kind I'm of just exploring? Well, oh, like, or yeah. was it always like that? Wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, did you, because did, for, for me, it started with wanting to be the damsel in distress and then mm. being like, oh, wait, there's actually power in being the femme fatale. Yeah. No, because at age five, my first video game was Mortal Kombat. Okay. And from Sonya? day, from day, no. I mean, Sonya, yeah, sure. I mean, her kicks were fabulous, but like, no, like no. Katana. Like, oh. his, you know, it's like from day one, I was like, heels, corset, blades, blood. Yeah. Yep. Give me, like, and I just, wa- I was like so into wow. 
just the like absolute like violent cuntiness of it all. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I remember. And, like, oh my god, like Chun Li and shit. Yep, like, yep, 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 yep. All these games. I was and such a fighting game whore. Did you guys play um, the Goldeneye shooter game? A yes. Goldeneye. Oh yes. my god, yes. Were you a Natalia or a Xenia? I was a Xenia. Probably. I can't remember exactly. Well, Natalia was more of like the was the Bond girl. Yeah. And Xenia was well, the well. They fucking, were both Bond girls, but but Xenia was, was like the, the true femme fatale. It yes. didn't matter to me. I don't think because I could never see myself in that game. It was just like the hands, right? Oh, so oh, you need oh, 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 you oh, need oh. to have your identity affirmed in a video game, like in uh -huh. a mirror or something, or in a third person sort of yeah. overhead or like isometric thing. If I'm gonna be like fucking kicking someone's ass, I want to see my fucking legs split into the air. Is it fucked up that my character right now in Final Fantasy XIV, which is an MMO, is a, like a, like a human male? Because I've gotten so much flack for this. The more, oh my god, the more the older that I've gotten, I'm just like, yeah, I think I just want to be. I think I just want to be a white dude. No, but I like, used to do, but yeah. for a while there was like, I want to stare at a hot body. Oh, mm. yeah, oh, well, I mean, well just, Sims just, was the beginning of that for me. Oh, the, like playing The Sims and being like, oh, yeah, I can get mods to make them naked when they get into the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. All this and game all, is just making porn. And all the adults yeah. in The Sims One, at least the the adult men, were all like jacked and ripped. Yeah, yeah. I really fell into it in Sims Two, and that's definitely when I was just like. Since yeah, every, two, you can make them work out and they would get better bodies. Like yeah. their forms would change. But but I was never even in I didn't even care about <laughs> Matt's that. Matt's jaws on the floor. I didn't even care about that. I would just it was just like I would just like make a face and like and I'd be like, oh maybe I'll try making a different type of hot guy face. Yeah. And then and it just turned into the same hot guy face, you know? Oh yeah. No, this is you know this what I mean? You know, because so yeah. you'd be like, I'm gonna really just really go for it. Switch it up, and then you'd end up with the same, same exact, exact face. Hot guy yeah. face. Oh, that's so fucking funny. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen. And I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Damn, I was, I've never consciously played as a male character. Always, really? if I have the choice, I'm always a female well, character. Well, because my backups, if I wasn't, if I wasn't feeling the female characters, then I would choose whatever the, like the slyest, most like ninja esque male was. The one that was like sort of like fat, like speedy, a uh-huh. shadow. You know, yeah. maybe had like daggers or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Like the possessed, most effeminate male, basically. Yeah, possessed like not strength, but like agility. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Spryness. Spryness. So, yeah. I, yeah. so now, but you're 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 talking about just femme fatales, and I'm just like, I have to change my character to a. A fucking hot K U N T K U N T. You don't know. You should do whatever you no, feel. No, because like. now I'm okay. like I need to see that as my. I need to know what it's like to be to control that in a way. Uh huh. To have that be like my an extension of myself. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, it's probably just like how Matt is more yeah, comfortable totally. with, with like the things that he like is dressing, and now I think similarly as we've become more comfortable with ourselves and more understanding of like our internal systems i yeah. think we're probably more comfortable just playing dudes like male dude i mean sure, or like you know like I, no, i'm just human I, dudes i'm getting bored of it now where i'm just like yeah. i want to be a fucking like like I've, the people have tweeted at me like the new expansion of final fantasy virgin you can play as Viera, which are these sexy gorgeous women with with rabbit ears oh yeah and, yeah, yeah. And they're, just, well, they're based on the like final fantasy, fantasy 12, 12 girl release um, fran fran what was fran okay. yeah um so you can so and I'm like, yeah, why aren't I this fucking sexy rabbit lady? Like, now I'm just like, right. I have to be Literally that. Literally a, a Playboy second. bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Playboy bunny. Like, a, like a, yeah. a full, it's like an anthropomorphized rabbit. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. That's not the exact no, that's, yeah, that's phrasing right. or terminology. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I love that you love Femme Fatales. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was like very, very huge to me growing up. And like, like I was obsessed too, like with, you know, I watched X-Men a lot when I was mm-hmm. a kid and. I was obsessed with Rogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's like that's the, a r- running theme. Rogue, and, yeah. That Rogue is like a standout character. Well, and I have theories about. Ah! Jesus! Oh my God! There was oh, that really was loud like thunder really outside bad. just now. You guys. Fuck. Um, oh my God! You think, Do you think we're gonna get electrocuted? <sighs> no, but I literally we were Bone and I were walking the other day on the street, and like I for some reason got like irrationally frightened that we were gonna, gonna get struck by lightning. Oh. Wait, every single time there's a thunderstorm, I'm like, I'm gonna get struck by lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, 100%. I've never felt that way, but this one time, remember we were walking on the street yeah. and there was a thing of, of there was like a lightning strike, uh-huh. and you know that feeling of like when there's a lightning strike and you hear nothing. Uh huh. That to me is like that strikes fear. That strikes fear in me because I'm like. How loud is it going to be and where is it coming? But I ha- I've i never felt that way. And I think it might be because I've been without rain and thunderstorms mm. for the past like six months. There was a time when I was like 18 or 19 and I was drinking at nighttime on the beach with my friends in Santa Monica. And we were like getting high or whatever. And off in the distance over the water, there was 
a single like lightning strike and we were all like stoned and drunk, cross faded. <laughs> and uh and we were like, oh my God, that's crazy. And then like there was another one and then like a few more and they seemed to be like getting kind of closer and we we're like, oh my God, this is kind of nuts. And then before oh long, my God. there was like lightning strikes. There just seemed to be happening like right in front of us like no, a theater no. and like happening around us. <laughs> and we were all completely stoned, but like in a way where we were like, oh, this is magical. Not in any sort of way that we should have been where like this is a threat, you yeah, know, like we, we should, were like, we this is leave. incredible and beautiful. And I remember that night we like got up and left shortly after it stopped. Cause I was like, cause we were just like, it's not going to get more magical than this. And I walked home and on the way home, a moth flew into my mouth um, while I was stoned. And that was the second time that a moth has flown into my mouth while I was stoned. <laughs> Honestly, this is, that's, that story is, that story is Gorgine. Gorgine. I, the, it reminds sort of me. No start, no finish, just sort of an ambient. It's a, well, like, it's a Mobius strip. It's a, it's a Mobius strip. Yeah. It did remind me. Do you know the original ending in Sweet Home Alabama was they get hit by lightning yes, and they die? Yes, you told me this. No, but that's how I want to end every, if I ever write a story. <laughs> every story if I, I ever write. ever write a if story. If I ever write a story. <laughs> every story I ever write ends like that if I ever write a story. <laughs> it's actually Love <laughs> Culture number 10. Every, every story, story I write ends like, like that if, if I, I ever write a story. <laughs> Let's parentheses struck by lightning. Struck by lightning. Uh, struck by lightning. Um, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's um, it's like a self-selection bias, I think, when you're like, I'm gonna, it's gonna strike me. You're like, yeah. why, why on earth would it strike you? You fucking, because I'm Jewish. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? As a fellow Jew, as a fellow Jew, yeah. as a Jew, your one is a white Jew. Yeah, you're a white yeah. Jew by proxy. <laughs> the Jew is new. I, I've only ever been white. You're a white Jew. Sometimes, as like. Obviously, I know I'm white, but like sometimes lately I've been saying like I'm Jewish, so I'm like white with texture. You know what I mean? Yeah, hmm. uh, white with seasoning or white yeah. with um, not no not seasoning. Not seasoning. No, no, Sorry, not seasoning. Yeah. Um, white, white with, with digestional problems. <laughs> white with white with medical issues. <laughs> yeah, white with the hair type. White with um oh shit. With texture. With texture. Yeah, with oh yeah. sure sure yeah. sure. I mean that was not what I was going for initially, but we've come full circle. Yes. Okay, we've come full circle. Anyway, there was a, yeah. there was a moment in my <laughs> there was like a moment a moment no. in my life where I tried to say that Greek was a, was a, was a minority, of, and it was like uh, a, globally a, Greeks are a minority. minority. Yeah. A sick moment in my life where that happened between the ages Absolutely. of like eighteen and nineteen, Absolutely. where I was like, actually, <laughs> I'm a little Greek. I'm a little Greek too. Actually, are you? Yeah. Oh. We just we just had the Greek George know, Severus George here. Severus. George, George, George. Because I well, because I'm my mom's. I'm I, I like to say I'm mixed. Actually, I'm uh, half Ashkenazi, half. Sephardic. And so my mom's side is like Jews that were kicked out of Spain, fled to Greece, then came to America. So mm. I've got a little, there's a, you know, I got maybe a Spanakopita in there somewhere. Spanakopita, yeah. a little, a little mosaic. What, what are the mosaic tiles called? Uh, a little um, thing. Orzo. 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 Um, feta. I think that's a feta. Feta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, Max. You're fed up with me. I'm not fed up with yeah. you. What is what is this choice? Just just to go back to really quickly to the fashion, yeah. to the aesthetics. What yeah, is yeah. what is you bleaching not only your hair but your eyebrows? Yeah. What, yeah. Is, what, what is what is that intention? What, what, well, what I, are we I to didn't say? do a full like like drag bleach. You know, I just yeah. did. I did a calico. I wanted a calico I love brow. It. Calico Thank you. brown. Yeah. Brown. Brow. 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 Yeah, calico brow. Yeah, it, it's gorgeous. Thank you. I really depth. appreciate that. Yeah. I just kind of wanted a little bit of texture, especially because I have like a black mustache right now. Yes. Blonde, champagne colored hair. It works really well. Yeah, thank you. My so I go to the same hair person as Julio, Julio. and um, she 
I w- every time that I go there to get my hair You bleeding. can't tell her what to do. She's She picks for you. Is well, that what I've heard? But you do... She demands that you tell her exactly what you want, but, but she, she won't will not it. give it to you. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So she, so I came in there and I was like, oh, I want like a blonde that's maybe like a little bit like champagne-y or something. Yeah. And she was like, and she threw me a magazine and was like, look through this magazine and find the color that you want. And I looked and I looked and I looked and I couldn't find anything on the, on any of the people. But then I found a picture of Las Vegas and there was a beautiful fountain that was champagne colored. And I was like, this color. And she was like, okay, oh great, God. got it. And she actually, so she it wasn't even from the hair. It was from the, the champagne. The, it was the, from the, like the a fountain. fountain. It was a fountain. It's like the a fucking Bellagio fountain. fountain. Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He wanted the color of Las Vegas in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. He sat down I'm in the Vegas, chair and baby. said, Vegas. Vegas. Did you guys go to Vegas as a kid? As kids? As I've kids. been when you were one kid. No, I've never been as a child. I, I've been as like a young adult. Because you know that in the 90s, there was like a huge push to make Vegas a family place and it failed completely. Yeah, absolutely. My, my family capitalized on that. Really? Oh my God. What do they have there for so. kids? You used to be able to go oh. to like Treasure Island and there would be like a whole like game floor and you could like right. win tr- treasure trolls. And oh my God, my sister and I were like obsessed with getting trolls. And it was, you could like go to an. My ex, my my first real boyfriend, his dad was the architect of the um, M&M store. No. Of the what? The M&M store. The M&M store. <laughs> There's an M&M store there, which I think was part of their push. Well, no, to make I was going to say Circus Circus. Remember on oh. the top, that theme park? Yep. Matt. Theme oh, parks. I know all about it. The roller coaster is still the New York roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they my, used to have a free fall. They used to have a drop tower the, on top uh, of a building, which yeah. was a, essentially the tallest one in the world because right. of how high up yeah. it was. But uh, it was like a legit theme park up So there. that big pink dome with the theme park, my mm-hmm. my ex's dad made that. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that was part of them trying to make it like a family attraction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's this huge thing in the 90s where they tried to do it, and then Vegas was like, actually, fuck this. Yeah, no. And they just went back <laughs> to making money. They still have rockety-ass <laughs> roller coaster. That I've done. At New York? New yeah, York? it's it's like it's called like the New York Adventure or something. It's right. like, I don't know what it's, New York Minute, maybe that's what it's called or sure, something New like York that. Minute. But they still have that and there's like, you can tell. It's what like, is a New York Minute? <laughs> it's just like, what I think it, it means, it means like, fast. you get somewhere real fast. Like a New York Minute. I'll get there in a New York okay. day, which means okay. you get there faster than you went anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's sort of like that line in Clueless where it's like everywhere in... No, 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 I'm thinking of everywhere Hulk, in no, LA. I'm mixing up two. I'm mixing up two quotes because I know that that one, that everywhere in LA takes twenty minutes takes to get 20 there. Minutes. But I was thinking actually of Pulp Fiction, where he's like, "It takes twenty minutes to get there. I'll be there in 10. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, Great that job, Quentin. Great job, Quentin. Great job, Quentin Tarantino writing we that movie. Stand you did a really Quentin. good job. We stand. We absolutely stand. I actually, I have to say, I do love Quentin Tarantino. Do movies. you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. Do you have I'm a favorite? also. I'm also an Angelino. Uh, mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. So Pulp Fiction is your favorite. Yeah, I was yeah. I was quoting. Someone asked me of the two Kill Bills, which one was my favorite. And I was like, it's hard to say. Kill, but Volume Two has the best fight scene. In which one is, which is, is that? What? The Daryl Hannah, uh, one? which is Daryl Hannah versus Uma Thurman. Mm. Okay. Ooh, just, just, yes, just give me chills on my spine. The dialogue is so gorgeous, and hate to say it, <laughs> Camp E. Um, that's right. I the- killed your master. Um, <laughs> I, I, I killed your master. Now I'm going to kill you with your own sword, no less. Which in the very near future will become my sword, Uma. Bitch, you don't have a future. <laughs> and then they kill, and then she fucking. You should gets do her a lip sync of you saying that into the microphone just now. <laughs> Is Daryl Hannah good? I yes. think she's so fucking yes. good in that movie. She's really, you, really you mean good. in general? I just I, I'm asking oh, a general like question about Daryl Hannah. Yeah. I think yeah. I think she's good in a way that makes you yeah sure question it. Where like in like Steel Magnolias, you're like oh she's what is this character? Yeah. And in A Walk to Remember, she has on the 
craziest fucking wig and she plays Shane West's mom and I think she's fabulous in that. And I think in uh, anything in Kill Bill, I think she's great. I think she's a great She's not of this era, I'll say that. I know. Yeah, it's it's a little unfortunate. I, I think we I think like she like our generation sort of like Mr. skewed at an angle with her. Children like, have forgotten. Children have forgotten a little bit. And or, or she doesn't tran like she doesn't translate to the children nowadays. I see. Where it's like you, you, the children now can latch on to like, you know, a fucking uh, like Ariana Grande, Missy Pyle. <laughs> Ariana Grande. I said Missy Pyle. I don't know why. Sure. Well, who's but Missy like, Pyle? Uh, Missy Pyle is that actress that you literally know, but maybe yes. not by name. She's in so much shit, like Josie and, the Pussycat. And it, it, she's in Josie and the Pussycat. She's in. She's in. Um, like the, she, like the fun she's, one. Yeah, I think she was in Hairspray. Or, she, I no. don't know. She's in Gal. Uh, what was that movie? The Gal. She was the mother in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in. She's literally this actress. The old that's one. In, no, no, she's. No, I she think was, she's Mike TV's mom. She, no, she was Anna Sophia Robb's mom. Oh my! I'm literally going to bring it up right now. You're. I'm going to see. A, you're going to see a picture I'm of her. So, and you're going to know immediately. That's Missy Pyle. I have no idea who this you is. Know who I that don't is. know who this, this is. You've seen. I don't know who this is. All right. Well, she's a. She's a famous you're, character. You're not actress. a. You're not a real Angelina if you don't know who, Miss, who Missy Pyle is. I classically don't know anything. Well, that's that's clear. Yeah, that's clear. I don't. I mean, this Missy Pyle is is canon. Is canon. That's and actually a real culture number fifty. Missy, Missy Pyle, Pyle is canon. canon. What's your thing with Daryl? Um, yeah. uh, what's your beef? Here's my thing. I actually think that. Well, you know, one time Quentin Tarantino, I was reading an interview with him, and he said, "I don't work with any dumb actors." And so I was like, "That's interesting," because I was what working a with crazy fucking, John fucking things. I know John Travolta. Yeah. Well, okay, sorry. I mean, who knows? Who, by the way, is so hot now. Or maybe he's. Oh my god! Since he shaved his head, he's so. Have you seen a picture? If you don't know, I'm gonna end the episode. John Travolta with his shaved head is my Missy Pyle. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna power (laughs) through and say what I was saying because this is crazy. (laughs) He he of the cult. You don't even know who fucking Missy Pyle is. This fucking product of a cult is telling us that cult master John Travolta. Oh fuck up! He looks so much better now. Doesn't shut up. He is not hot. I agree. He looks better than having that horrible situation he had before but no, like, on that fucking pasty Max, I also classically have been like criticized over and over again for wanting to be railed by Ron Perlman so whatever what? oh my god Oh, everyone moans. It's like shut. No, up. I'm not. I'm not moaning. I'm saying like you're wow. all moaning. You were all just screaming. You are moaning, you stupid. Of course, stupid. I was moaning. Wait, what was I just saying? Daryl Hannah. Oh, so he. There was this quote. I, maybe it was like I don't like to work with dumb actors, or like I only work with smart actors, or something like that. And then I was recently. I watched an interview like last week with Carol Radzivill. She was on. Um, who? With Carol, Carol. Can I get to what it has to do with yeah. her? Carol? Because so, I'm literally telling name. the story, and I'm going to say what it has to do with her. Go. So I was watching an interview with her on like um, Jenny McCarthy, and she was talking about because I got on <laughs> some like yeah. Carolyn Bissett Kennedy JFK Jr. thing. I was like yes. fell into a Wikipedia wormhole, and I was like reading about that plane crash, and then realized they were really close with Carol Radzivill from New York, yes. Real Houses of New York. And I was watching this interview, and she said that before before JFK Jr. dated Carolyn Bissett. He dated Daryl Hannah and 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 Carol and and Carol Radzivill said and so you know we had to endure that. Whoa! So, so really offhand, and so I was like, huh? And so Jealous. then I was thinking about her performances, and I'm like, yeah, I wonder what the deal is with Daryl Hannah. So that's why I ask, is Daryl Hannah good? I'm sure she, a woman said that about her. Carol Radzivill, like and then like a pretty like, chill chill lady. I would legit, say legit legit individual. Um, I. It wouldn't surprise me if Daryl Hannah was like a bad person and was like an asshole and like people did not like working with her. This also was like the early '90s, remember? Sure, when she was probably at the height of her fame. Post and she was post-splash. the most fucking beautiful woman. Totally, 
like she was ever gorgeous. Time, yeah. that, that I mean, she's square so jaw, yeah. like, and maybe someone like Carol Radziville, yeah. like Emmy winning Peabody, Peabody Award winning journalist, was like looked down and scoffed oh, at like sure. him dating this actress, and like that was very easy for JFK Jr. to do. Maybe, maybe Carol saying. And we had to, you know, endure that as like, yeah, like at that time she was, you know, I'm sure Daryl Hannah was like a fucking coke hound and like. Well, Daryl Hannah and JFK Jr. were like on and off for a long right, time. Wait, how right. did she lose her finger again? Oh my God, I didn't know Darryl she, lost she lost her finger. finger. Yeah, she's like missing part of her finger. Okay, we need to, uh, HPA, can HPA, you get on can you look that up? <laughs> <laughs> HPA, HPA. Daryl, just Google Daryl Hannah fingers. fingers. How it happened. Get, uh, ask, how it happened, was it bad? You have Jeeves how it happened. <laughs> Um, that's crazy. Um, Do but you guys remember when you could ask Jeeves, is Jeeves well hung? And then he'd give you some coy answer. He'd be like, oh, but quite frankly, <laughs> I, I don't know if you should be asking that question. Hey, missing fingers. <laughs> Daryl Hannah lost part of her left index finger when she was a child. She that's told the Sunday finger. Times yeah. of South Africa that she got it stuck in a pulley in a well at her grandma's house Classic. when she was little. She sometimes wears a prosthetic finger in her movies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, let me read this again. She... She got, she got, got stuck, stuck in a pulley in a well, well at her grandma's house. I, Thank we, you, HPA. We have no choice but to stand. We have Hannah. no choice. Actually, it's an interesting development that we have no choice <laughs> but to stand. Daryl yeah. has lost that, finger in a well. Yeah, where do you think that finger is now? At the bottom of a well. Melting stone. Wait, hold on. There's Does more. That poison there's more. There's more. Oh, now we have fo- a photograph of the missing finger in question, and I can say that her index finger is an absolute. Happy. Oh wait, let me see. Yeah, I mean you got to check this oh, out. Oh no. I mean, there's not a whole Daryl. finger there. Yeah, it's fine. You know what? Poor if I Darryl. lost her index finger, I thought it was a. No, okay. it's her index finger. Yeah, she, okay, yeah, the one you need. If I lost my index finger, I would have a, ch- a chip on my finger about I, it. I would have a goddamn chip on my finger yeah. about that. Yeah, I yeah. would, I would, I would look at the world and 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 feel vengeful. I once went on a date with a guy in San Francisco who, <laughs> who said like stuck his. I guess, I guess as a kid, had like stuck his finger into like his mom's exercise machine in the eighties and like had it taken away. You know who's missing part of his finger? My Who? dad. Oh, my dad. Uh, well, he was teaching, and um, there like there was like a television that was like um hung up oh, in snowing. in the uh, like in that. one of the classrooms, and like he Do was we going to adjust it, and it. I mean, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Uh, the television fell on his finger, <gasps> and like it. The top of it came off. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, no. I once dropped a bottle of shampoo on my toe and it started bleeding. <laughs> I once stubbed my toe in my apartment. <gasps> That's so bad. It was really sad. Have you guys ever stubbed your toe so perfectly that it doesn't hurt at all? Like, it's just like the alignment oh, is so perfect. Like, it's slam. exactly perpendicular yes. to the axis of your yeah, bone yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Um, Has that that's ever happened to you? No, every time I stub my toe, it hurts. Oh no! When you, you stub have to realign your toe, it's a thing I have. Yeah, you have to realign your sh- yeah. toe shock. I have a condition where every time I stub my toe, it, it hurts. hurts. It hurts me yeah. so bad. <laughs> it's it truly. It doesn't it feel like the world is going to end anytime you stub your toe. You're like, and, um, and it makes me nervous to like get in a car accident. I turn my someday. Yeah. Um, oh God. Where it's like, okay. if I can't even withstand this pain, then like I will, I will. Surely perish. What's the worst the pain you've ever felt? Yeah, what is the worst pain you've ever been in? Oh my god, I'm not emotional because I don't care for that. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I broke my arm twice as a kid and I don't remember. I okay. don't remember what that felt like because it was pure trauma yeah. erasure. Okay. erasure. Um, for me, it was kidney stones. Oh, fuck. I had I kidney stones when I was 19 working at American Apparel because I was, instead of drinking water, drinking only soy chai lattes. Max. There was a I deal. Tr- this is a there great a reminder deal. to drink okay. more water because I've been drinking a lot of protein shakes lately. Congratulations. You got to be careful with that because we had a you. deal with the people that worked at Starbucks across the street. They would get free clothes whenever they wanted, and we got to have free soy chai lattes. That's a 
So I just used to eat three of those a day. No, absolutely (laughs) not. We were 19 and or younger, some of us, and working at a clothing shop. This is why that place periled. American Apparel. Was, 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 Was the staff, the staffing? A hundred percent. That's what happens when you hire people that you think are hot instead of oh people that are yeah, like hot people trying to do a job. I have yes. culture number forty six. Hot people, people are dumb. dumb. And I'm sorry. I, I have. It's so funny. I would, any retail job I would apply for, would it, specifically clothing retail, yeah. apparel. Yeah. Um. It was. I like. I would always get these looks. Yeah. I like. They, it was just like. I was like. Are you kidding me? You're you want to work at the buckle? Like yeah. the buckle. So funny. What is the buckle? The buckle was <laughs> the this buckle. fucking. Pl- it was in every fucking mall uh, in the Midwest and uh, in the west of. I'm gonna kill you. Midwest and then this west so of that's funny. the Midwest. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> and my friend Kayla Sturbeck worked at the Buckle and she was like, you should apply for a job at the Buckle. Bless her heart. She was trying to be a good friend, but she knew stupid in that moment bitch. that I would have never gotten the job. Yeah, stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I applied and it was like a true moment of shame that I remember that it stayed with me where it was like the person I, I send, I get handed over the hard copy paper application to some fucking woman who was two years older than me who just like looked at me and was like, you're never like, why would you ever, why would we ever yeah. hire you? Okay. No, oh, I used to have the same and, thing. And I, and I applied for, and I think I applied to American apparel in college too. And it was the same thing. It was like, no, I did the same thing. Anywhere. I applied to American apparel and I was required to attach a photo. Oh like I was God. in South Korea today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and you like, were, like you would be in a K-pop group or something. Exactly. Yeah. But, and I got rejected several times from American apparel. The way that I actually got a job there was because I was hanging out with a friend of mine who worked there. And we showed up super, super stoned while he was closing. Mm-hmm. And they were doing a floor count that night where they had to count every item on the floor to, you know, I guess to regauge stock or whatever because yeah, so yeah, much yeah. theft was happening all the time. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so uh, we show up super stoned and this girl, because we were like in West LA, this girl named, I'm just, can I just call, just her call name her was Lane. And she <laughs> was incredibly like Hollywood Hills, like Olsen twins like that. you know like black shaggy clothes mm-hmm. yep. long blonde hair big hat did not need this job had so much money and she at that moment was like okay i'm going on spring break and the manager that was there at the time she, the, she was like wait who's gonna take over your shift and she was like i don't know anyway bye and she walked out uh-huh. and the manager just like turned to me and was like well can you help us with this floor count tonight and maybe like take over her shift for the next two weeks and i was like uh-huh. And I was stoned wow. out of my fucking mind. I stood in front. I stood in front of a rack of green sweaters for what to me felt like roughly six hours. Uh, a New York just, minute. Ju- a New a York New minute, minute for a New York minute, a full New York minute. And I just stood there carefully, like scratching into this clipboard, you know, like one size L of the style. RST3K92. Oh, you know, it's like you were trying, I was trying so fucking hard, sweating my ass off in absolute terror. Wow. Yeah. But I got hired that way. Ah, yeah. just through you, just through some back channel. Yeah. I just, I just like wish we had had any cultural awareness where I was growing up that like <laughs> what the fuck was going You're on so there was so racist yeah. and so like. Sizes so demeaning, like it's the, oh, yeah, because I like used a to dark time. Yeah, I used to go to Abercrombie 
and like walk around and like peacock and try to get asked to hire there to like boost my ego because wow. that's the power it had. And I, mm. I like I, I don't think I would have even had the like understanding of vocabulary to like be told like just so you know this is like reductive and 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 racist. Of course not. Like, but, back, but it is. But, but back then, like I would have this fantasy, and this is so embarrassing and so funny to me now. Yeah, I have this fantasy of walking into a Hollister, folding up clothes. Mm-hmm. And someone approaching me being like, do you want to work here? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it was like, it was like, it was you like demonstrated this dream. Necessary. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, um, yeah. we think you'd be you're, a really good asset to the team. Wow, you're really good at that. Yeah. Wait, I one time, before <laughs> I worked in American Apparel, I used to sometimes pretend to work there because I had like so many friends that were there. And I used to just like hang out all the time. And one day they were just like, oh my God, just like pretend like you work here. And this guy came up to me and he was like, because people used to ask me questions about the uh-huh. stock there anyway, because yeah, I just yeah. looked the part. <laughs> and this guy came up to me and he was like, do you guys have this shirt in different sizes? Yeah, and what would you and say? I just like, and I looked around and I was like, no. <laughs> and then he just like walked off and then came back like 10 minutes later and was like, I found the other sizes wow. of this shirt. Because I was like, I wanted to come off. In that moment, I was like doing the calculus. I was like, can I spot the shirt out of the corner of my eye now and like lead him to it? Yes. Or yes. can I, or do I just like say something with confidence that asserts that I do work here and know what I'm talking wow. about? And I opted for the latter. Wow. Yeah. Instead of, instead of looking like a fool and sort of like uh-huh, helping uh-huh, him uh-huh, like uh-huh. get what he needed, I, I just that. opted for the I confidence. Just opted, I just opted just for like the, you did with yeah. that note in Colors of the Wind. It's a game for you. Opt for confidence. Opt for confidence. Opt for confidence. Title, title of that. Yeah. Opt for confidence. No, I, I do. I would ne- you cannot name an episode that I've been on opt for confidence because I'm so anti-confident. <laughs> okay. no, it's going to be called Femme Fatale. It's going to be called New York Minute. <laughs> <laughs> New York Minute with Max Winter. Oh, no. There's, there's, enough, there's enough irony there. Do you guys, do, you, do are people, like, are they like, you're from New York, aren't you? Do they say that to you guys? No. Uh, no, but Ruby McAllister, when she was on this pod, your your yeah. co-host. I've um, never... Who is that? Shut up. Um, She's really dumb. She Max had just gotten <laughs> gotten back in from LA, I think, recently, and then she was like... And it was a beautiful moment where, where she had clocked that, and she was like, you are... You have this LA jack about you right yeah, now, where you're just jacked. like... You're so, you're so happy. You're like, right now, you're present in New York. You're happy to be back. And mm. I see that. And like Ruby, but Ruby is just a very Saying that about person. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it was, it. It was got beautiful. It. Listen back to it. It's great. I, I um, listened to the episode. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was I'm a really you to fun listen episode. back. Honey. Okay. Well, yeah. That's actually right. what we had said was listen back. Okay. Well, maybe I'm really busy because I'm sort of on a New York schedule right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> anyway. Wait, I want to say um, yeah. this, this, this <laughs> thing about peacocking in an Abercrombie is so real. Yeah. I mean, it was a huge. Um, but I want to say like. Bell weather. Like of like. Sure. Whether or not I was worth it. And I think it's like a little precursor for any time, like you and I at least will walk into like a, like a sexy gay space where you're like you go see NBC and where it's like, I better be, I better opt for, con- you know, whatever it is. Like I better be like, I better, f- I better try. I got to figure Just out how say I say what you want to say, Bowen. No, no, no. It's like, oh, but you know, okay. it's like, it's like so many times you walk into that kind of space and you don't know what you're going to like. Yeah. Into. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just I'm saying like that feeling of being in like a cool store like that. It's mm-hmm. just so funny to think about now. Well, it's just so fu- I, I remember like I, I recently was at a mall and I walked. What? Pa- I walked. Pa- yeah. Yeah. I walked past like an Abercrombie or like a Hollister or something. Uh-huh. And the aesthetics of it and the whole vibe is so different now of because course. it was like totally like untenable and like not logistically feasible for, to like continue that culture like it was it just like it was 
so crazy, but I remember, do you remember how fucking loud those stores were and yes. how yes. they reeked of whatever the smell, cologne? The, yes. smell the smell feels like a grapefruit spoon being dragged through my esophagus. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like uh, uh, I, The fact that those people work there, they need to be checked. Just shirtless yeah. men outside clapping, 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 just telling you to come I'll in. just never forget walking, like it was like the highlight of my year one time when I walked past a Hollander, someone ran out of the store and told me they thought I would, quote, do well there. Wow. I mean, oh, so this is this is something different where like you were you were being you were being like validated in a certain way to be like yeah. you sh- you belong here. And I remember like because it's a thing. It's like because I got that validation once or twice, I was then like you wanted well, to, I, you I wanted. need to get it now periodically going forward or else I or else I'll have lost no something. Worth. You know what I mean? It's like once they tell you like, "Hi, just so you know, this is your worth." If you don't mm. get that again, you're like, did I lose my worth? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's it's yeah. that weird thing. So I remember I would like all throughout high school, like constantly check back in and be like, hey, just want to make sure that I still like have worth. Wow. <laughs> After spending some time in Los Angeles, do you feel like you are a little more like self-helpy? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, do you, mm-hmm. I, like, do you sort of feel like you have a little bit more uh command over these like mon like these like self yes. mantras and yeah. stuff but yeah. i also think it's not an la thing it's like a post my saturn return thing like what I, does that mean i don't know what that means it's I'm like sorry it's when, when saturn comes back to where it, the position it was when you, when were, you were born. born so it happens like when you're around between 27 and 29 like this oh, moment in your life it. which is like well it happened to you already okay and, and, and i was supposed yeah. to do something at that time well no so it just like changes like cosmically in the way that you exist like usually it's cor- it it collaborates Saturn, with yeah. something in your life that's like a big change and i definitely had one like I, my 28th year of my life was like extremely chaotic and so much change uh-huh. and now after that i feel like i'm i'm like chemically and cellularly like a different person oh. it's it's weird okay. like and so now i think like like little changes in my attitude and changes in behavior like i'm a different person than i was like 2 years ago it doesn't have to do with la but like I think that it's, it's it's convenient that like I've adapted a, adopted a more like well who cares we're all we're all like just mm-hmm. like little mm-hmm. bags of meat bopping around in space like I well, think yeah, no. I mean I was just gonna self help because because well no just because like that is sort of like something that happens in Los Angeles and California in general because it's such a like cult central place because people do forget that it's Los Angeles is a desert <laughs> I like to see that yeah. I grew up in the desert. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like, there's some like quality to it where it's like the vastness of it all just makes people trip the fuck out. And it's sort of like, there's sort of like this like ayahuasca-esque, uh, state of existence that you get into when you live in a place where you're sort of like, like you're constantly and aware of vast distances I feel all the lot, time. Yes. I feel you a know? lot less pressure there in New York. I feel mm. a lot of pressure to do a lot every day. Mm. Like I, 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 Ooh, sorry. I no beat worries. myself up in a way. In New York, that I do not do it in LA. Yeah, and, yes. I'm, and, I'm, Full and I'm assault, and I'm yes. happier in Los yeah. Angeles. Um, okay, but Max, is what you're saying is like you're you're out there in the desert, and you are made to feel so inadequate that you have to swing the other way, which is to be like, I no. gotta, I gotta like work on my, I gotta like, I'm gonna be happy with who I am. No, I, am. I mean, I guess what I was saying is just like the fever that occurs with people that like live in Los Angeles and California in general, like it sort of allows for more like ambient Mm -hmm. like states of awareness that sort of feed into like the acceptance of sort of like almost like culty thought patterns. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Which is why so much of that stuff I think is able to exist. They're not to mention it's just such gorgeous weather that people are just able to think about other things. That's the thing is it's like it it also, you, you, 
you're less aware of the passage of time. Mm, that's gorgeous. Because it's like, or, or like things feel less like urgent because things aren't changing all the time. And I used like, to get so upset when I was a kid and people were like, there's no seasons in LA. No, I'd be like, are you fucking, fucking kidding, kidding me? me? I one just put perfect on a season all year, any day. It's, 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 it's fall. I just put on a cardigan. It's definitely a new season. No, you know, like, I literally, I, give me one perfect season at all times. Yeah. At all I don't times. need it. I, I don't need. I don't need winter. I don't need no, fall. I'm who, with yeah. you. Well, no. the 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 worst thing you can have for me is what we're experiencing right now. The depression that I feel in this weather is unparalleled. What, what I it, hate this. Mm. You mean humidity? Rained. Oh, humidity. Humidity. You know what? It weighs me down in a way where I've never been a waste of like a weight life like I have been over the last four days. That's been crazy. I haven't left my apartment at all. Just, just my like dick in hand laziness that is like so ridiculous so i used to feel similarly to you but then when i was 16 i went to japan on an exchange program i went to like a small town in food in called fujinomiya at the base of mount fuji and like when i stepped off that plane i was hit with what i'd never experienced before which mm-hmm. was a 100 humidity yeah wall mm-hmm. of intensity and i was like holy fuck this is unreal yeah and i stepped outside and i was like and I think my brain was like, I have to make an immediate decision about how to interact with this because, <laughs> because I'm reaching a breaking point. So this thought clicked into my head where I was like, wait, I like being in saunas. Mm-hmm. If I just think of this like a steam wow. room, then I can basically just relax into it. And I was wow. like, okay. So if I'm able to remind myself that I like this sensation in other contexts, then I'm able to sort of like return to it in a more peaceful So you just manner. chose you to make the decision happy? to be happy? What do you mean? You just made the decision to be happy? There's something wrong with you, Something's Max. Something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. The body positivity movement is a sham. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah, something yeah. really wrong with you. You, have a, you actually have a personality <laughs> disorder. I do, actually. Shut up. Um, but uh, no, I definitely don't. Um, that's, that's gorgeous. No, I definitely but don't. I don't. I'm totally kidding, you guys. I'm a comedian. Um, but... Well, no, I mean, whatever. No, I get what you're yeah. saying. No, yeah, that's that. That is that is a very useful. Listen, I have to keep checking. I have to keep lying to myself. It's that's what I'm actually circling back to is that yeah, I'm constantly lying to myself. So actually, take that back. I'll take were that back. Came, where you brought it? And do I you take need the back. receipt because? Oh, do you need the gift receipt? <laughs> yeah, I actually need the receipt. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is at this time. Time for I don't think so, honey. Okay. Well, really so, quickly, I want to say I think um, yeah. the Abercrombie and Fitches of our youth are is down to social media at large, right? It's like I was just, going through Instagram yeah. feels like walking through Abercrombie. And we're all like, well, thank God that's no longer a thing. Yeah. Now, because it's like a lived-in part of our experience, I you know. stupid bitches. Uh-huh. I know. You ever think about that, uh-huh. bitch. readers? Um, okay. So this is I don't think so funny. This is our uh, we take one minute. It's a segment that we have on this podcast, Las Culturistas with Matt Rogers and Wait, sorry, What am I on? Oh uh, this is called Las Culturistas Las with Matt Rogers and Bonyang. And it's a pop who? culture comedy podcast. Okay. I'm Matt and that's Bowen. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know it's confusing. We're both white. We're both white. Yes. Um, so I was just going to say is, that's why it was confusing. That's why it was confusing. Uh-huh. So we take one minute to rail against something in culture that yes. we do not like or yes. dislike or even hate. Um, I have something. Okay. Yeah. What is it? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is. Matt. I need to know ahead of time. No, no, no. Okay. You'll, You'll see. It'll, it'll become immediately clear. Okay. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think Sony's time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Uh, Dora the Explorer, the movie. <laughs> um, Dora is hot. I yeah. don't like this. Mm. You cannot make Dora the Explorer hot. Come on, Vaminos. More like. F- fuck that. Oh. <laughs> this is not more like fuck that. Um. So she's got like 
fully beat face. She's literally supposed to be a child, you guys. I don't think so. I also do not think so, honey, that we need the Dora movie. She feels like she was barely even culturally relevant like sure. when she was. Maybe she's not for seconds. me. But like I don't love the image of Dora like as this hot young thing. Somebody tweeted, I don't know who it was, but it was like, why is Dora the Explorer having a hot girl summer? And I'm like, yeah, this feels really crazy to me. 15 seconds. Looking at the looking at the poster, I was like, it's called Dora and the something, something, something. I'm like, no, there hasn't even been one Dora movie. Let's just call it Dora the Explorer first. We're jumping ahead of ourselves. We're Five franchising seconds. it in a way that I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey, Dora the Explorer. And sorry, never did. And that's one minute. That's gorgeous. Oh Thank my you. fucking God. Wait, by the way, so I think the Cats movie looks beautiful. Shut the fuck. <laughs> Up. I think it is a real way. I visually think to my eyes it's gorgeous. And I think gorgeous? it's gorgeous. I think it's this generation's 300 in that I think oh. that it is both defining a new visual aesthetic and also gonna stoke a lot of violence. The <laughs> the Dora the Explorer movie, I similarly I saw it and I also was like, I actually you think I want to see that. No, 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 I mean, I saw the, the poster. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I maybe do want to see that. Though. I mean, I, I, it's something I definitely won't see. And when you, well, when you when you talk about cats, like this is something we all must see. I mean, I think it's a cultural duty to see cats. Yeah. Because do you say I, duty? Cultural duty. Cultural duty to see cats. It's not duty. Um, but I was watching. I was watching the Lion King. I went to go see the Lion King. Oh, it was bad. Which is bad. And um, next to me were these women that were like, what's this? When the Cats trailer came on. And then, by the way, they narrated the whole movie of The Lion King, which <laughs> couldn't have been better. And, oh, my God. Uh, it, was, it was exactly what he needed. And literally, <laughs> the one girl goes to the other girl, look at what they have Jennifer Hudson wearing in a second. So then Jennifer Hudson comes on screen, and they all started laughing so hard. And we were dying laughing. It was so funny to watch them watch this trailer for the first time. Oh. And at the end, they go, well, I know what we won't be seeing. And I said, we will all, all be, be there. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. literally, they all laughed because they knew it was true. Yeah, yeah, So Because yeah. we will all see cats. Absolutely. If we don't see cats, like, why? Why? why I don't know. Why make movies? It's why like, make movies it's like, if you're not going to see cats? Yeah. It's like when they bring a dessert to the table. It's like, okay, we didn't order it, but we're going to eat it. Right, right, right. right. You know a, dessert, I mean? a dessert that cannot possibly be what they thought was presentable. No, it's just like, it's just like, <laughs> oh, no, I, this isn't what I ordered and I would never order it, yes. but it's a free dessert on the table. Not to say that Cats is going to be free, but like, might as well. I mean, right. like, you're not, what else are you paying How money for? How can we steal Cats? Bitch. Can we sneak into a movie? Can, can we sneak steal into a movie theater? Cats. Let's fucking do that. Let's steal Cats. Oh yeah, let's God. fucking steal Cats. I know, oh, wow. we know someone who does this. We do oh, know someone who yeah, does yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, yeah. movie steals? Yeah. Steal, yeah, and he's good at it. Oh, so we can, just, we can ask for his help. I just opened up my phone to put the timer on for Bowen. And it was just so many pictures of Missy, Missy Pyle. Pyle. Um, okay, so this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. You ready? I had such a good one, and, and now it's gone. Oh, fuck. Do you need a troll bowl? No, 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 no. Okay, um, okay I know what's going Okay, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey. Clorox wet wipes. Ooh, bitch, <laughs> you do not get it clean enough. And what is that lemony oh. scent that you leave afterwards? It feels like a Clorox. Yeah, you know what? The scent has transcended like the lemon, verbena, whatever the fuck. The scent is now unmistakably to anyone's nostrils, Clorox wet wipes. And someone's going to walk into my apartment and, and smell, it smells like Clorox wet wipes. And I don't want that anymore. That is a failed, you have failed That's the disgusting. fundamental function of your product. If, you know, like- 30 seconds. It, it, you've, you've identified the scent, the olfactory identity of this with the product itself. And it's now, it doesn't feel clean anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to yes. you guys? Yes. It's like, um, 
It's like smelling a piece of glass and saying it smells like Windex. And now it it, it, it doesn't feel like glass anymore. It feels like a Windex, a piece of Windex, Second. a piece of Windex. A piece of Windex. So I don't think so, honey, our cleaning products, there has to be a real change that happens in the culture in order for cleaning products Five to seconds. not smell like cleaning products anymore so that our products don't smell like cleaning products. And that's one minute. Thank you. I huh. thought you were going in the direction of like a wet wipe you use on your butthole because we famously talked about buttholes earlier in the episode. And there, you sure, could use Clorox and that would be a bleaching tool. A ble- be bleaching tool, but then yeah. so, someone who effect. goes down there will say like, your ass smells like Clorox. They're going to, honestly, yeah, they would taste Clorox and they'd be like, mm, umami. Mm, umami. Mm. Mm. But maybe someone, but maybe right, some- HBA. You know, that's the uh, HBA says that's HBA's the experience that, yeah. <laughs> he gets his asshole eaten and they go, Every time Is this Swiffer wet jet? Yeah <laughs> That's what I'm saying Like you can walk into I a apartment And say counters. it smells like Swiffer like, Yeah You know it smells like the product You're right It's so mass marketed now That it's like We all know that smell And I so we're gonna we're, That's why you need candles That's you why you need, need to not clean your apartment That's why you need to not clean <laughs> That's why you need to live in the Sesapula 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 Okay, I think it's time for Max Twitter. It's gonna be wait, time. has somebody done this one before? What? What? I can't we'll tell you. If you start doing it and someone's done it, we'll stop. This has happened before. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. And it also doesn't matter. We won't stop okay, you regardless. Right. Okay, this is Max Twitter. It's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Umbrellas? Has this been done? No. Okay, great. Wait, can you start my time? No, okay, fine. Okay, Okay. umbrellas are just fucking like mass... Mass marketed like uh, litter. They're just like yes. litter that just like that is just made in gigantic quantities. They should also absolutely be like a uh, city utility. I should not yes. have to fucking pay for them. I have never been able to hold on to an umbrella for more than one fucking use. <laughs> I should be able to walk out of a, a, a location. <laughs> Grab one of the umbrellas that's in the bucket, use it, and then just like throw it into another bucket like a fucking city bike. Uh, 30 okay. seconds. Also, wow. D- it is just like a known fact that rain does not come from above. It comes from all fucking directions. So wow. when, I, when you use a fucking umbrella, it doesn't do fucking anything. All they do is like serve as like these like lacerating points seconds. to peck yes. out my fucking eyes. Yes. And the only use for an umbrella is to use as a as a defense against other umbrellas <laughs> because I I am risking my vision. I have to do literally five seconds parkour to get out of the way of your fucking umbrellas. Uh, I don't think so. Agave umbrellas. This is a vegan one. <laughs> and that's what it is. I don't think so, honey. Amazing. I don't think so. Agave. Wow, that was a beautiful. See, and the thing, the problem I have with umbrellas is that they're so easily lost. Yes. yes. Because, And guess what? You just turned this big thing into trash and you just threw it on the street somewhere. You (laughs) know what I mean? I don't have a roommate anymore, but my roommate took my umbrella. Bitch. And my roommate who doesn't Wait, you exist, don't have an umbrella. umbrella. You don't have, sorry, you I don't, don't have, have a roommate, roommate, but my roommate, and the roommate took your umbrella. And my, my umbrella's There's gone, so I can here. only what say. What if this is a lie? No, I, okay. I'm not lying. Okay. They're to be stolen. That's the thing. That's it's like the it thing. becomes like the Wild yeah. West out there when you see an umbrella and you're in a precarious situation where you're going to get rained on. That's why I just say, keep in mind, we're under the same sky. That's from the song Kiss the Rain by Billy Myers. And that's why I'm, it's my roundabout of saying that you have to just kiss the rain. <laughs> can I just also add an addendum onto mine that I just thought about. You can well, I have one too, that. but you go first. Well, you know, like the sharing an umbrella. It's like, no. Who do you think you're fucking kidding? 
that it barely works for one fucking person. You yeah, think no. two people are and, gonna get uh, under it? Also, to me, to be honest, like, I'm always the taller one, so I always have to hold it, of and course, I don't think so. High. I don't of course, think so yeah. And oh, if I have to hold it, I'm pissed off. And if the other person is holding it, they're not holding it over me. They're right? not holding it correctly. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. And I have to add what fucking hu- fucking huddle under the under their little their, their little <laughs> radius, <Yeah>. and that's <laughs> what destroys friendships. That's what destroys friendships. Yeah, yeah. I, my addendum get is wet. Get, get wet, wet and die. Die. Get wet and die. Get wet and die. This is my addendum to that. Yeah. You can't, you can't. There's no such thing as an investment piece umbrella. You cannot invest in nope. a nice umbrella because it no. is, as Matt said, established. They only they, exist they to get, get lost. stolen. Yes. yes, and you lose them. And you, yes. it's a, it's it's not an investment piece because you can't store it away somewhere that it, where it's going to be guaranteed safe. Wait, can yeah. I do an impression of you? Just like you went. That's my impression of you, bitch. This is my impression of both of you. Can you make that the title of episode? It's actually Roller Culture number 144. <laughs> well, I think this has been a fabulous episode. No, I think it's been bad. one of the most fabulous episodes I've ever had. No, this, <laughs> is really bad. this is really bad. And here's the thing. Mm. Yeah. Max Wittert is very talented. And he has the gift of gab. The oh, gift of gab. And that's that. why we had had such a great episode oh, because amongst your many gifts is also Gab. It's also Gab. We, I, the gift of Gabriella. And, <laughs> the gift of Gabriella. Anytime I have a conversation with Max Twitter, it, 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 the, ro- <laughs> the, the, the road takes ever a winding turn. It takes a winding turn. The road takes ever a winding turn. We covered yeah. a lot of culture. A lot of culture. Remember mm-hmm. in the earlier in the episode when it was very serious culture about fashion and then we kind of cross over into more like, you know, takes on, on yes. the Yes. A takes would, on women is that what you just said? No, on, on the, the, the whole thing. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and also, I would call this episode so fascinating if that wasn't already the title yeah. of Max and Ruby's pod, which you yeah. should absolutely listen to. Max, I cannot wait for your Fashion Week coverage. Thank you. Um, what's what's next? What's coming up next? New York Fashion. Um, yeah. Well, I, ooh, no, I think it starts off. Doesn't Milan. it start in Paris? Uh, I don't fucking. Know I actually, anymore. I don't know either. I just, I just. Fashion is both. I take what comes at me. Fashion's liberating, but it's also a prison. Whatever. Blah fashion, blah blah. Fashion sucks. Yeah yeah. Um, anyway, uh, this has been so special. But then so we great. also uh, can I just like plug? Is that okay? Yeah, please. Go, is that go. okay? So come to Get Real every yeah, month real. at Spectacle Such Theater with show. me and Joe. It's really really fun. We have comedians dub over movie clips live. It's so um, fun. And uh, you guys are gonna love it. I think this coming month we're gonna in August we're gonna do westerns maybe. Oh cool. great! So that'll be cute. Also, I have a solo show coming up. On 9-13 at Union Hall. Right now, I'm working between two titles. Get them. So, okay. So, what we may not have established is that I'm also a cartoonist. Yes. I said. We said said you were an illustrator. Yeah. I black out everything. I'm vitamin B deficient. I don't make new memories. Okay. Right, right, but uh, so it's gonna be like an all illustrated solo show. Uh And I'm, so I'm debating between two titles. One is uh, Max where a portrait of the artist seated with grapes or <laughs> um, Max Witter. I forgot something, but something is spelled wrong because I was desperately typing I, title ideas to some friends and um, I misspelled something, forgot. but I liked the way that it looked. So it's like something spelled like T H I J G B or something. I like um I like I like portrait of an artist seated with grapes. And I like the latter. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'll be up to the the readers now. The Maybe readers. I can just do both. Us. No, actually, we're gonna put up a poll. Okay. When this episode comes out, and that only then will we find out what your show is. Even if it comes out only two days before your show, you're just gonna have to advertise it as the untitled Max Worded solo show. That is so queer. 
It's really cool. That's so queer, like queer, friendly. Queer, queer friendly. Yeah, this podcast actually is really queer and queer is, friendly. Oh my too. god, I forgot to ask you guys. Is this a safe space? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. actually, wait. No. Then you can release. <gasps> yeah, sorry. Okay, then you can't release my episode until it is. No, we're gonna release until it you anyway. Guys, until this is a government-sponsored safe space. Oh my god, I can't. We end every episode with a song. Okay. What do you want me to sing? <laughs> no, you actually are. I'm going actually to. banned from singing. Yeah. <laughs> If you cut it down, down, then you'll never know. And you'll never hear the wolf cry to the blue corn moon. Or as we unwind our copper skin, you need to sing with all the voices of the mountain. You need to paint with all the colors of the wind. You can only earth unsteal. All you own is earth unsteal. You can paint with all the colors of the wind. Just around the river. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly burst. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.